Good there morning. There he is. Good morning. Hi. How are well, you? Well, it wouldn't be the obvious brothers if we didn't have technical difficulties. So here we are being technically difficult. Uh, we are the obvious brothers. I'm obvious Steve. And on the other end of the line is... Obvious John. Obvious John. Boy, we haven't found yeah, it John. Yeah, we are. Day day 10,000 of the uh, quarantine uh, stay-at-home, work-from-home orders. And uh, we just, the joy is just pouring from our... March 830th. Is that is that how we're counting it? That this is the uh, this is the longest march right. in history. I think I've heard the president say that, and and he's proud he's proud to have produced the longest march in history. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Hey, hey, John. Yes, sir. I, I mean, I, 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 we really shouldn't joke about this, but John, John, have you? Uh, drank any disinfectant or shot any up uh, in the last day? I have so? not, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's good to know. Uh, you, you know, there will be people who will. So Yeah. Puffing uh, yeah. uh, Lysol cans. Well, yeah, if you could find a Lysol yeah, can. Good luck. Yeah, you know, you might, yeah, you might roll on it and do some damage, but there you go. So, John, we, we've got some things to talk about this week. Um, I don't know where you want to begin, so I'll, I'll just let you start, and uh, I'll just roll on the floor laughing at whatever you go with. Okay. Uh, let's start. You want to start with the draft last night, the first round of the draft? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll yawn. Yeah, uh, first round of the draft last night, John. So uh, I read uh, multiple recaps this morning. Uh I did not think it was terribly exciting in terms of what much anybody did. So uh, maybe you have a different take. I, I know you were pretty excited about the player the Cowboys got, but uh, I'm not in, in, in the list of needs when uh, people were posting Cowboy needs, I didn't think wide receiver was necessarily high on the list. It was a need, but it wasn't their most pressing need. I mean, they need cornerbacks, safeties, you know, they need defensive backs and, and, and defense, basically. Right. They needed defensive help, and they got a, uh, a highly rated wide yeah, you don't Yeah, right. you just don't pass up on that talent at that, at that point in the draft when somebody gets to you at that point. So uh, I'm extremely happy with it. And I think Cowboys probably have the best wide receiver core in the league right now. <sighs> right. Okay. Uh, it, this is the kind of thing we put up with on this show. People remember uh, he's in love with the Cowboys, and so he will say shit he's like an that. Star. I mean, it's you got Gallup, Cooper, and Lamb. Name. Yeah. I mean, obviously you haven't seen Lamb play in the NFL, but at the, you'll you heard it here first. At the end of the year, that'll be the best receiver core in the league. Okay. I thought the best receiver core in the league was at Tampa Bay. I would say that that is probably the two best receivers up until now. Yeah, well, plus they got the best uh, tight tight end in the game too. I mean, in fact, they've got two good tight ends. Well, I mean, Howard is. I, I, I'm kind of joking here. You're ta you're taking me seriously. Yeah, I was so, taking you yeah. seriously. 
was like, I don't know how you can come no. up with that. What, how was that? Yeah, I, I, we're not even sure either one of them will actually end up playing for them. So, uh, in, anyway, that's uh, that's a set of jokes for a, a later moment. Uh, so, uh, there weren't any real big surprises last. Well, yeah. no, I, I wouldn't say that there are big surprises. There weren't any trades in the top 10, uh, even till what, 13 was it that Tampa Bay made a silly move? Mm -hmm. uh, it was the first trade, right? And uh, that's... Uh, yeah, they, they so moved up it, one spot. It, it was pretty chill. Take, uh, probably the best tackle in the, what some had rated as the best offensive tackle in, in, in the draft, even though he was a third one off the board. Fourth well, he was one a fourth off the board. One off the board. So, so, yes, well, so, so it's not, not a lot of action. So, John, you think the Packers are taking calls today uh, asking about Aaron Rodgers' availability? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, Jordan Love isn't going to threaten for Rod Rodgers' pos starting position, but I think it's, you got to start thinking about the future. I don't know. I don't okay. know. I, I mean, Love is, he's a project quarterback. I'm not sure many had him rated to go in the first round. So, but you know how QBs are in, in the draft, they go pretty yeah. fast, which, you know, there was only three take, four taken yesterday. What do you mean only? Yeah. But anyway, uh, it was not supposed to be a good quarterback class and four in the first round seems quite, quite a few. Uh, and which brings us to the fact that several teams who seem to have need at quarterback did not get one of the four quarterbacks yesterday. Yeah, the two most important teams did, um, being Cincinnati and, and uh, um, Miami. San Diego. And San Diego. Miami. And San Diego. Miami definitely needed a QB. Yeah, well uh, – I guess it's uh, determination between whether you want Fitz, Magic, or uh, Tyrod running your team. And aren't they on the same team at one point? Yeah. In um, Buffalo, I think, right? So, what's that? I think they were on the same team together in Buffalo. Yes, I, 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 think, I think they were. And the Patriots did not make a move, uh, which means, uh, what, Brian Hoyer is going to be their starting quarterback? I mean uh, – it's it's all it's all a great mystery as to what's going on. Um, I I don't know as I as I as I read read around I I did not see anything that really stirred my loins in terms of excitement in last night's draft. No, and I think you know you would expect it to see a little more trading up or down. Um, I listened to the local radio this morning, and and I guess Jerry fielded. Uh, many calls to try and move up into that 17 position and he, he declined them. So they had an opportunity to move down and maybe um, gain some draft capital, but um, they didn't even have in any of their mock drafts, they had none of them where they saw CD land fall into them at, at 17. So I, I think they were all quite shocked and uh, everybody here is pretty happy about it. Yeah. Well, I think at one point you were you were hoping that either Judy or Lamb was going to make it to 17, and you were, uh, I think this was at 12 or 13, and and, and you got and, and surprisingly Judy went before him, 
uh, and rugs went before either one of them, which is a big surprise. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, I would they have taken Jefferson if if uh, no. Lamb had gone? No, no. no I think no. I think they go back to their their most needed position, and they would have they would have picked up a defensive back. Probably. You know, so you think there's that? Budget? I mean, a lot of people projected them to take that um, Clavion chase on at 17, which is a defensive end. So, I mean, that yeah. was that, All right. that well, was the talking heads thoughts. That was a, uh, we, we recap for eight and a half minutes uh, more than we should something that did not have a lot of uh, pizzazz what did you what did you think of the quality of yep. the of the of the production john with all the it, it did not go bad i mean i it was you know a couple of minor glitches but other than that i i thought they did pretty good there you go all right so there there is our our review of uh the uh draft uh broadcasts from espn last night and uh there's more uh tonight and tomorrow right john correct yeah, and boy, are we excited about that. Uh, <laughs> all right, John. So speaking of excitement, John, uh, you and I were tweeting back and forth during uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, Wednesday night. And uh, I know, John, the show has been a bit of a disappointment at this point. Yeah, I think it's just the lack of risk that anybody's taken. And, and you know, you've you talked about this last week. And, you know, it, it's not like you're playing with your own money. And just, I mean, do right. you, and it's not like these people are poor. So, okay, you lost one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars going for two hundred and fifty. It's not like you can't chip right. that in, and or you know, it's not like that. They had zero to start with, so you're still leaving with something. Right. I think. Yeah. Well, the well, biggest well, catch there is that it's such a huge drop. You go back to thirty-two. So I think that's where everybody gets their their pennies in a knicker or knickers in a bunch or whatever however that saying goes yeah we, we, and that, that has happened a couple times already that at the 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 questions get harder in the last uh well after you get over the thirty-two thousand mark which is you say is the last floor uh the, the questions get considerably harder and uh nobody seems to be willing has yet to willing to risk uh, answering the quarter of a million dollar question uh, and, and fall down to 32 when they miss it. Uh, and they've hold, held on to the 125, right, mm-hmm. John? That's a, that's our summary. Which, okay. The other night, we, we, if you didn't watch it, people, Jane Fonda was on, and Jane is a big disappointment. She did really well. Uh, she had a guy on who is a, a writer for Jimmy Kimmel's show, it seems. Yeah. Uh, who, who seemed to be fairly bright. They whipped right through the first 10, got up to 64,000, went to commercial. And I said to you, what, there were four questions and she hadn't used a lifeline yep. yet, I don't yep. think, right, John? Yep. And, and so she burned one lifeline, got to the $250,000 question and burned two lifelines and was stuck. Mm-hmm. And the question for those of you at home and missed it was, which one of these four cities is in the same time zone as New York City? The answers were Lima, Peru, Buenos Aires, Argentina, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and Reykjavik, Iceland. Well, she did the 50-50 that left her with Lima and Reykjavik, 
and could not figure out that Reykjavik was not in the same time zone, <laughs> no way, no how, as uh, uh, New York City, which makes me wonder where Jane Fonda and, and her and her helper think Reykjavik, Iceland is. But anyway, well, he had said uh, that there's so, no way that the you know he's like it can't be Reykjavik. I mean that's right. You know, but what a weird you know. Reykjavik, Reykjavik is uh, like. Okay, off the top of my head, I think it's five hours east of uh, five time zones. Yes, east of, uh, it, it's not even close. So, yeah, uh, uh, I was I was surprised by the answer, but when she got it down to 50-50, it was easy. Yeah. Uh, right. I think that the, uh, yeah, my, my first guess was Buenos Aires. But, well, that's what she said her first guess was was. Yeah. But then, you know, they talked it out and he was like, I think one of the things for that was they kind of confused themselves with, too, is that he kept trying to line it up directly with New York City. Because the question was, yeah, you know, which blah, blah, blah is zone. in the same, yeah. but it's the time zone, which goes all the way west to the Indiana border, basically. And right. So, yeah, there's you could more, more, more than basically it goes all the way to the Indiana border. Correct. Right. As we both know, yeah. So, it's weird. I, I was quite surprised that they passed on that one. Right. Yeah, I, I thought that, that was a bit of a disappointment. And uh, and then they brought in... Anthony Anderson. Uh, Anthony Anderson is uh, not very far up the, the scale. And, and who Jimmy plugged as having done this before and made a quarter of a million dollars. So, it'll be interesting to see... If he's a little bit more bold, uh, but so far after three weeks, uh, the the lack of boldness and willingness to uh, take that quarter of a million dollar question has uh, been a big disappointment in terms of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's it all comes down to uh, I don't know what I mean. They need to just grow a pair. Is that? Oh, there you go. Okay, so let me put that in the uh, title. Grow up here. Hey, hey, John, but the big excitement uh, of uh, watching the other night was uh, advertisements for Holy Moly, too. The crowd cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Rob, I hear you. Yeah. The crowd, the crowd cheers. And they, the, the, uh, the ads had people doing very strange things. They were trying to look like onto a moving shark. Yeah, that, that that is one of the leads, and then there was the uh, infamous uh, guy jumping onto a rotisserie of hot dogs, very large hot dogs, and not doing a very good job. And Rob, Rob seemed to be seems like they uh, maybe are, yeah. What was that show that used to be on where they had to run through the course? Uh, the, uh, there's only one. Yeah, uh, but anyway. Sounds yeah. like they're doing combining a little little action there. Oh, is that is that right? So so uh, American Ninja, or are you doing? Are you thinking of something else? No, I was thinking of something else. Um, oh, it's some, something more fun. Yeah. Okay, but we got Holy Moly coming back uh, in uh, May. What was that? Be what would be, be uh, March uh, one hundred and fifty seven or something like that, John? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, so so John, the uh, uh, what we pumped up from last week was that Sean, our man Sean Crampsey, uh, come up 
with another uh, bracket uh, for us to uh, all enjoy. And uh, this this bracket is uh, mixed drinks, a uh, mixed drink uh, playoff. So what do you, what do you think of the uh, cocktail bracket, John? Yeah, I thought it was a it's a pretty good one. Um, and uh, is that right? Oh yeah. I mean, I I have no no real issues with any of the seating. Um, I think it all all is is solid. Well, it seems ironic that he does that this uh, in Pennsylvania where. Uh, you know, uh, liquor stores haven't been open. That's kind of, can't believe it's kind of messed up. And it blows my mind that you guys can't, don't have liquor stores. No, they open Monday. They open from, uh, nine to one for pickup. If you called ahead of time and placed an order, John, four hours, that's all you get. John, you know, that, that is a, a major, is a major. What you can't fit? You can't fit going to the to the liquor store in, into your day, John, or what? You know, nobody here's doing anything, John. So yeah, you know. Yeah, but that just um, that giving such a small window is just going to promote a crowd. You know, it's going to be. Well, it's not, no, 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 no. You you have to. You know, it's one of those delivery things where you there will be a time set for you to come. You, you don't get to just come get it, John. You have to, there, there is an organized pattern to this. So, uh, uh, and I will agree. It is better than nothing, John, but it is, uh, it seems begging for, for being overwhelmed, but I, I don't think the uh, liquor stores here were not ready for uh, online uh, distribution. So. Yeah. It sounds like this is going to be, yeah. a, it's going to be a, sheet show yeah well well john but uh back back to my point here you got somebody listing 64 different cocktails and you're you're uh you might be short of ingredients for some of them right <laughs> yeah have to go out. yeah go out go out and uh and uh break the rules and go to new jersey to a liquor store and load up right mm -hmm. uh i'm thinking here is new jersey to no, it would actually be closer from where I live to go to New York. Anyway, so so John, the number one seeds are three uh, M's and a uh, old fashioned. So it's a uh, margarita, uh, Manhattan, and help me, John. Margarita, Manhattan, and Martini. Right, that's right. Martini. Right. So, what do you think, John? Well. I did. Is that the final four? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Unless, you know, vodka cranberry, a two seed. Oh, come on. Vodka cranberry. That's not even a cocktail. It's pretty good. Long Island iced teas are pretty good. I mean, the. I mean, I think the first four, I mean, it's pretty much chalk. Let's see. The old-fashioned bracket. It is chalk. We got one, two, three, four with uh, old-fashioned Moscow Mule, Long Island, and buck cranberry this summary last night was it was totally chalk yep pure chalk now here's here's a weird one yeah in the margarita bracket is yeah. margarita gonna go up against margarita a frozen because he's got frozen margarita as a separate drink which i guess is it it's just because you like one on the rocks and one 
mixed. Yeah. I mean, are they really, I don't, that's the one I, I guess I question. Are they, is it, is it a different drink? I don't know. Well, he did, he did that quite a, quite a bit with uh, variations on, on, on various things as I recall, John. So. Are you saying that there's a lot of similarities between a mint julep and a mojito? I, I, no. Okay. Uh, but, but uh, as I recall, uh, there were more than one, well, there were several drinks like, like that that uh, he used uh, variations. I'd have to go back and look, and I'm not going to take the time. So, okay. So we're, so we're good with it. Here's the big question, John. Uh, when, when this list came out, you, you mentioned this. Have you been taste testing to check this? Have you been uh, mixologizing at home and going, oh, yeah. No. I, yeah, this one should be. I went off of past experience. I think I, I counted and there was only like maybe four or five drinks on the list that I haven't had before. Ah. Uh, Okay, so you 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 decide, you did not think that in your stay-at-home order that it was your duty uh, for the podcast to be well informed to mix them all up and try them again and be able to say um, yes, this one's definitely should win versus this one. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I have enough experience with alcohol that I pretty should be an expert, you know, consultant for well, this bracket. I. I I, I, I know you drink plenty, John, but, uh, you know, uh, Mick Ultra does not give you status in this, uh, this competition. I do not drink Mick Ultra. So yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm going to put it on the podcast every week to, so that people will think you do. So, uh, okay. of course, you and I are the ones who really get the joke. So <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, John. Uh, so, so there we go. I wonder what Sean's going to come up with next. And, and of course, uh, he teased that another one. It. Yeah, he's teased. There's a, yet another one coming. Uh, he keeps talking about doing uh, no, no, something to do with Notre Dame, which will have none of us voting. So <laughs> he, he better. He, he's got. He's got to be careful. So, so in a a quick. Uh, a quick basketball note. You saw where your buddy Matty Harms ended up uh, going, didn't you? No. What? No. B BYU. Oh. He'll fit yeah, in. He announced. He'll fit in like a. It was, it, a final final three were BYU, Kentucky, and Texas Tech. Ooh, Tech would have been interesting, wouldn't it? I don't know. What? I don't think he's uh, tough enough to play in at Tech. Well, that, that, well yeah. That's, I guess that's why you say it's interesting, and I guess that's, uh, I, I guess that's kind of why maybe he didn't go. But uh, you know, the one, the person, one of the people who tweeted this out, so I, I got this news, uh, claimed he was the number one uh, uh, transfer person in the portal at the time. So uh, I find that interesting that he's that highly rated. At least somebody talking out their butt. So uh, off to BYU, which I think is a pretty good fit. So, uh, I, and I think uh, one reason he didn't go to Kentucky was he didn't think he was going to play as much was somebody's take. So there we go, BYU. All right, there, there's Matty Harms. Uh, what other stupid ideas have we seen this week, John? Uh, well, you're going to have 
a match between a golf match between Tiger, Peyton Manning versus uh, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. I, I did not see where they're playing uh, next month, right? Yeah, or, or 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 March the third, as we we call it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, the third March of the year. Um, I saw Phil tweeted some crap about Tiger coming off a loss, pulled in a ringer partner. I do I not remember that Tiger beat him? No, didn't Tiger? He did not. No, no. Oh, ah, I will. Well, I watched some of it, and so Phil ended up winning the money that day. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you you remember, and Phil remembers. So, and, and then then the question is, Peyton is uh, clearly a better golfer than Tom Brady. Well, do you know that Peyton Manning's a member at Augusta National? No. Hmm. That that doesn't really answer the question, but okay. I'm sorry. What, what was the question again? I'm we we know for sure that Peyton Manning is a better golfer than Tom Brady. No, it looks like they're both pretty equal. Um, I'm reading right here. It says they both have single-digit handicaps, most recently listed as an eight for each of them. So they have the same handicap. Wow. Eight, huh? Manning's a member at Augusta National and at Cherry Hills in Denver. And Brady recently joined Seminole and is also a member of the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. Well, let let me just say, I mean, those are two dudes, right? You know, kind of, those are places to be members, John. Yeah, that's that's pretty uh, elite country club action right there. Yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, uh, all of them have uh, have, uh, uh, hosted majors, uh, multiple majors. Uh, I don't know that Seminoles hosted more than one, but... uh, uh, there aren't a lot of places in Florida that have so, uh, but uh, the others all have hosted multiple majors. So, um, yeah. So, so, but eight, John. I, I think eights. I'm kind of surprised it's that high. I mean, eight's a pretty good golfer. Eight. eight I, I'm. I'm. I'll, I'll grant you that, John. But the the guy who used to play quarterback for the the boys. Uh, doesn't he strut around like he's a zero? He is a zero. He's a scratch. He's a semi Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, that, that, let, me, let me put it this way. In terms of, uh, and without, we're probably boring people to tears. There's a big difference between a scratch and an eight. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you, and I, there's a big difference between a four and an eight. It comes down. Exactly. To, it, comes, so, it comes down to short game. I, I imagine they probably hit the ball pretty decent off the tee. They just probably don't chip and putt very well. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to see on uh, live, live TV, and it'll be interesting to see. I think the uh, shit talk is going to be the, awesome. Is that right? You think there's going to be a lot? Well, Phil trash talks, and I think Brady does too. So yeah. Uh, and, uh, and and I don't. And you know, yeah. Peyton can be funny. So yeah. I think, I mean, you get Peyton dropping some zingers in there. This could be, yeah. could be high quality television or it's going to absolutely yeah. suck. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. When they're all in the woods in various different places, which could happen, uh, it, it, it might not make for. Yeah. I have not seen. There might be a. There might be. It might might be a lot of quiet and a, and a, and a lot of shitty shots, but we'll we'll see. I have not seen uh, anything yet so, that says where they're playing. I can't find that. Yeah. Well, and and you know, part of that is uh, what will the conditions be in terms of uh, COVID. Will they have to stay six feet apart? Will will they be riding all in a single cart? You know all that shit, right? Oh yeah, there's are there, you know, there's an article in, on ESPN and it talks about the you know the health precautions. Right. So that'll make you know trash talking from twenty feet away is a tough thing though. It can be done. Yeah. Going to be with a microphone. It'll be live. It'll be a live event on TNT. Yeah. Who probably gave them all, or they promised their charity a bunch of money. Yeah, it's, so, it so, says it's all going to a charity. Yeah, John, you know, you, you talked about, uh, I don't know, uh, goose and jokes and everything. You saw what Tom Brady did this week, right? What? No, the, the, you missed this? The comp call? The grunt call? No, that he that he, he – he strolled into the wrong house in uh, in Tampa, in his neighborhood in Tampa. That uh, one day this week, just strolled in no the way. neighbor's house. Wow. Yeah, that's why I can't find it. It is not. Um, they haven't announced the venue yet. Okay, so 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 I guess he, he was looking. He was going over to the uh, Leftwich, who's the offensive coordinator's house, for them to to do some work. And uh, I, I don't know, he, he just he's kind of laughed it off. And of course, it's kind of funny. He thought he knew where he was going and, you know, just walked right in. And uh, there's Tom Brady standing in your living room. Huh, John? That would be pretty interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. What the fuck do you want, dude? It'd, of course, it'd be, Florida, John, you could get shot doing shit like that. It'd be more, uh, more interesting if Giselle walked into the wrong house. Uh, John, John going into his fantasy. So, so, the, uh, yeah, a, a man can dream, right? A man can dream, right, John? You probably shouldn't do it on a uh, public podcast. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, John, uh, uh, you saw that he copyrighted a bunch of stuff, right? Oh, I'm sure. Like, is you talking about like his TB12 stuff? Tom, Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, no. and and I saw T-shirts. They were pretty, you know, with the with the Bucks colors and stuff with with him him on it, and the and the you know the the stadium there has that big ship, right? It's in the background. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he he. Uh, there were a couple other bad pun kind of things uh, with his name and uh, and 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 all <laughs> that he uh, he copyrighted so he could use them. And, and I, I saw, you know, he, he in tweeting about going in the wrong house, he said, you know, he's just being friendly in Tampa Bay or something like that. So uh, he, he's using it. So I suspect he'll get used when they're when they're eight and eight, Probably. when they're eight and eight, he'll be using it all over the place. Right. Yeah, correct. All right. So got anything else for us, John? Any highlights? Well, anything to talk about? 
one thing I did forget to mention is that a lot of you said, you know, the Patriots didn't do anything to pick up a QB. So you're curious about their starting QB yeah. action. Some of the theories that people are floating around is that they're, I mean, they're going to tank kind of in that seven to nine range. And then that way they'll have a ton of draft picks for next, because they just picked up two more second rounders, I guess. So they have like, I think they have at least two second round picks, maybe three for next year's draft already. So they're saying they're going to have a, just a ton of draft picks to throw at the top seed to go for Trevor Lawrence or whoever else is the top QB at the time. Uh, okay, sure. I, you know, I, we're all stuck at home, right, right, John? So we have plenty of time to sit and make shit up. So might, might yep. as well sit and make that up, right? I, can you can you imagine Belichick actually tanking? No, no, it's not. No, I don't. Genius. I don't think I mean, so. Just... I, I can't imagine what he would do. No, they they have, they have sort of a thing there, and uh, you know, not breaking it off and blowing it off for a year would kind of blow the whole mystique, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't... just saying. Just repeating what I was told. Theory. Oh, that's yeah. Well, you know, you know, the Dolphins forgot to tank uh, appropriately to get the number one pick this year, but it seems to have worked out for them. Yeah, if the Tua thing works out, I'm not sold on no. him. But no, but we'll see. but but they uh, they the uh, they they had to hope that they got what they wanted with the fifth pick as opposed to a full-on tank, and then they could have had whoever they wanted, right? So, Right. Uh, you, you know, the problem with the, that Patriot theory is you've got to get somebody to make that trade, right? Correct. So, and who wants to trade with the Patriots? Well, they've uh, – I think the Bears have a history of trading with them. But, yeah, so, some people will trade with them. I, I don't uh, – yeah. I mean, clearly Tampa Bay doesn't mind trading with them. Yeah, yeah. true. So, yes, the Gronk, the Gronk Brady stuff's been pretty funny. Some of the videos we've seen and some of the stuff people have worked up. But, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the, the best part of this story, I think, of the week about Gronk is that he told him that he would retire rather than go play for uh, the, the, the Lions two years ago. You did. Yeah. You did see that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That there was some. They, they had a deal worked out, and he just came out and said, "I won't go. I won't do it. I won't play there. I'd rather not play than play for the Lions." That's like, wow. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. But not the first guy to ever say that. No. Well, I, I guess there are guys who say that about various places all the time, but that one. Seemed a little rough, but now now he's go well, now well, he's going to join TB twelve maybe in, in Tampa Bay and uh, I I just don't nobody knows right so he he is not he's not been physically healthy last couple of years he played and being a, a year you know almost two years older than he was the last time he tried to play probably isn't helpful right yeah and i don't know how he just he doesn't seem like a guy that's gonna let himself completely go to shit but also 
I'm sure he's had his few uh, frosty beverages between yeah. now been, and then. He's been wrestling, right? So he's got to be in some kind of shape. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, here we are. We, we found a way to talk about Gronk anyway, right? Yeah. Right. Well, uh, so, John, we, you, you know, okay. One last thing. I saw people saying last night, I'm so excited about having sports back on TV. And I'm like, it's not a sport, man. The draft is not. <laughs> I mean, no, but it was the closest thing to a live sport besides horse racing we've had well, in forever. What seems yeah, like forever. Well, for at least the month of March, right? Um, uh, yeah, but it, it's really funny that people think that's really does. It's not really competitive. And there's, I guess there's kind of a drama to it, but. It's kind of a fake drama because nobody has any idea how any of these guys are going to pan out. Isn't this stat like 50% of first rounders don't make it or something like that? Yeah, it's, it's a drama crapshoot. I think there's, you have a better chance of a fourth rounder hitting than you do a first rounder. Yeah, I think I've seen that stat too. But, uh, but so, you know, even when you know who's taking whom, you don't know that they really are going what that really means. So uh, everybody acting like this is something is, uh, as you say, people well, are desperate. Even, people even... Are desperate. They're going to watch uh, uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning play golf live. So uh, yeah. Right. There you go. And we'll probably be excited about it uh, by that time. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh, John, we killed another one and, uh, we'll see if we can uh, dig up an audience who might actually listen to it and, uh, have a, have a, uh, good week with the draft and, uh, I'll talk to you next Friday. All right. Have a okay. great weekend. Yes. Enjoy March. Yep. All right. Bye.